Hello and welcome to Tipsy Knits, a podcast dedicated to two of everyone's favourite hobbies, knitting and drinking. And today it's me, Pip, and my friend Sia here. Yep, hello. It's always us, but you know, it might not be one day. Who knows? We might channel someone else, like, you know, Bob and Demelza. I don't know who they are, but... Yeah. So <laughs> today we are drinking Prosecco in celebration. Yes, we are, Pip. What are we celebrating? I got married! Woohoo! I think we should do a little cheek, like, cheeky cheers. Cheers! Cheers. Yeah, so I got married to uh, the lovely Sam last Saturday, so the 3rd of October. Yes, you did. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we all had a lovely day. Sia was there. Yes, I was. As were our little nitty group. Yeah, Cult of Yarn. However, more on that later. I think we should, you know, get down to the nitty gritty here. Screw the wedding, let's talk about the boobs. Yes. <laughs> um. So today we are drinking Prosecco by Canty. And so on... 2014 vintage, according to the label. Absolutely. And on the back, it says here... Pale straw in colour with a bouquet and taste of green apples and flowers. Excellent as an aperitif or with lightly salted dishes. So yeah. And I think when we were buying it, it said it was also good with fruitcake, which is fantastic because I have some fruitcake in the fridge from the wedding cake, which we're going to have later, which will be lovely and nice and all good. So yeah, it was an excellent day. It's Mm -hmm. an excellent, this is an excellent drink. Mm -hmm. I've had lots of Prosecco over the last 10 days. I think you're pretty much an expert, Pip, so, you know, have a sip. Tell us what you make of it. Mm. Yes, that is a nice Prosecco. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that it would be good with salted foods? Yeah, it's nice. Mm. Nice. As far as I'm concerned, there are loads and loads of bubbles in it, so I'm quite enjoying sitting just watching the bubbles in the glass, Mm. to be honest. Like, why drink when you can just watch it? Did you really just say that? I mean, really, why drink? (laughs) Seriously, though, look at the (laughs) bubbles, like... Obviously, we can't show you how something looks via the medium of sound, but seriously, the bubbles in this are actually really cute and nice to watch. Yeah. I can imagine a shawl inspired by this. Ooh, that's a really nice idea. Yeah, someone's probably already done it. Probably. We should look that up later. Yeah, we should search <laughs> Prosecco shawl or champagne mm. shawl or something like that. It'd be yeah. lovely. But yeah, certainly, it's, it's a very nice Prosecco and it makes a wonderful change from the things that I've been drinking from previous episodes. Oh, but we did go into Tesco's today and we found the Christmas booze novelty aisle. Yes, so we did. Uh, hopefully over the next few podcasts we're going to have some interesting discoveries. Well, if nothing else, we'll get free packs of cards, chocolates and glasses. So you yeah, know. we'll end up with like hundreds of random glasses. Like, I think we could actually probably rate them. We could be like, you know, rate it on the free gift as it were. Oh, that's a really good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, guys, you have to hold us to this now. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, what a shame. But yeah, so... We're going to talk to you today about some of the wedding knits that made an appearance. I was very busy. It was slightly ridiculous. And as a reward on yeah. honeymoon, yeah. I bought more yarn. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, so my wonderful husband actually mm-hmm. drove us all the way to Strathern Fleece and Fibre. It was like, it took about two hours. It was pouring with rain when we left. Through the highlands, rain, rain, rain. And then we got to Muthil and it was actually gorgeous. So I picked up quite a lot of yarn um surprise but it was lovely (laughs) and i highly recommend visiting they're open tuesdays and fridays 11 to 5 Mm -hmm. and they're just outside muffle and it was great and we spent ages looking at pretty yarn cooing over pretty yarn it was just fantastic (laughs) yep definitely recommend going and having a look at them Mm -hmm. so 
I think it's probably time to talk about stuff that we've cast on, things we're thinking about making. Things that we've cast off in preparation for the great weddings. Absolutely. Okay, so Pip, what is on your needles and what is off your needles? Okay, so firstly I'm going to talk about what I cast off. Mm -hmm. So in our last podcast I talked about how I was knitting my Bayat shawl by Karina Westerman. Yep. That has been cast off. I cast that off, uh, I think it was Saturday. Yeah. And I love it. It still needs to be blocked, but I can never be bothered blocking stuff straight away. I always do like a massive bunch block so that I have to get down on the floor like once um, (laughs) and pin everything out because it annoys me. So we'll see what it looks like when it gets blocked out. But at the moment, it's super smooshy. It's gorgeous. The yarns complement each other so well. Yeah, the colours really pop. I think they work fantastic. Um, And I just absolutely love it. I can't actually wait to wear it. Um, And then yesterday, I cast off my Brugge shawl from the Huga collection. collection. Yeah. Sorry about pronunciation. Again, Karina Westerman. I made my coil a little bit shorter than the pattern recommends, but that's because I like really closed, close um, coils, yeah. especially because I got all my hair cut off. <laughs> so I need something to keep my back of my neck warm. And if, um, so that's why I've done it quite tight. Yeah. Just need to get uh, that again blocked mm-hmm. and some buttons sewn off. I also finished making my hats for the Age UK Big Knit for the Innocent Smoothie. Yes, I made, and they're very cute. I made 13 of them. They're teeny tiny and they've got pom-poms on and they're adorable. Anyone who wants to do a few quick knits, got some scrap yarn to use up, check out the Age UK Big Knits for a great cause and you'll be helping to keep some old people alive and warm in the winter. Mm. And at the moment... Mm-hmm. I have got only one project on the needles. Ah! <laughs> That's like, not going to last. No. I refuse to believe that. It never happens. Like, I've never only had one project on the needles at once. It's a bit crazy. And so I currently have a pair of Elgin socks by Claire Devine on the go. Um, knit in West Yorkshire Spinners. Natural, undyed Jacob Aaron yarn. That is for the Great British Socks Away Cal. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I went through Instagram last night and I searched the tag and I liked every single Instagram photograph on the cow. Um, not that you're a creepy stalker or anything. But... No, not at all. Uh, but these socks are a lot smaller than the last ones I made and they'll actually uh-huh. fit properly instead of like kind of falling off. Because I keep forgetting just how tiny my feet are and that I have to make small socks. And I'm going to use that leftover Jacob Aaron for my first swatch for the um, Knit British um, Breed Swatch Along, which I'm looking forward to. So I think so. that'll improve my yarn education uh-huh. vastly. Good stuff. So Sia, mm-hmm. what have you been working on? Um, So I've had a bit of a hat kick at the moment. So I'm currently testing a hat from my friend Lauren. She's walking home on Ravelry. Mm-hmm. And I've been using the Blackie Arms Cornish Tin. Lovely. As the DK weight, and it's really nice to work with. I can understand why it's a limited edition. It is really special. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah. It's a lot softer, and it's softer than it is in the skein, but yeah, it's really lovely to work with. Uh, beautiful stitch definition. I actually managed to learn how to cable without a needle on this project. It was very exciting because the stitches don't kind of go, oh, I'm off the needles. I'm going to unravel. Good luck catching me. So that was quite nice. It's in the turquoise colour though, and it really does not like photographing. It's really difficult to get a picture of, mm. so at some point Lauren's going to want me to take a picture of it, and I'll be like, mm. <laughs> but it does make her 
um, lovely design look good, so I'm so happy with that. <laughs> Whether Lauren will be is another matter, but I hope she will. So yeah, I've been doing that. I've just cast off a, I think you say it, Carousellen hat. It's a Fair Isle hat with little Fair Isle of Horses on it. It's so cute. Um, from the Autumn 2015 Pom Pom Mag. And yeah, it is really cute, if I do say so myself. So technically it's a wonderful designer, so you know. <laughs> but no, I knit that up in some Drops Charisma yarn, which is 100% suitable for wool. And it's like two pound a ball. It's beautiful. It holds the stitch definition again really well. Um, mm -hmm. It's quite a woolly wool as well, so it's nice and cosy. And it just kind of is made, that and the Cornish tin have made a nice change from sort of knitting with like merino and cashmere and stuff. I tend to be an accidental knitting snob, so <laughs> that was quite a nice change. And I think I'm definitely going to try and get hold of more woody wools, for want of a better term, more yarny yarns. <laughs> um, and then at the moment, I'm sort of like faffing around, sort of like making up a shawl as I go along, using some of Ginger Twist's Swell You Sock. It's the Edinburgh Yarn Festival colorway cantilever. And that's quite nice. I love how it knits up. I finished the Zarya shawl that I did last podcast, which was using that and some skeins and blush, and it's one of my favourite things. Gorgeous. Uh, thank you. I rarely take it off, and the construction of it was so... What was the best word? It was really simple, but it was also good fun. So you're knitting it from the bottom up, so... Yeah, it made a nice change from top down. Mm. I've been doing lots of things that I wouldn't normally do with my knitting this month. It's been great. <coughs> in terms of what I want to knit in the future, what I have coming up, mostly hats, and that's for a project that we'll talk about later on in the podcast. Absolutely. Aha, grief mystery. Haha. Good grief, um, I've only had three sips of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is time to talk about some wedding knitting. <laughs> so, for my own shawl, mm -hmm. I knit myself an even star. You did. It took a long long time how many years before the wedding did you start it i started it in 2013 and i just got married in 2015 so yeah. i cast it on nearly two, two whole years. years in advance everyone at the time was <laughs> like oh you'll have plenty of time you'll definitely finish that before the mm. wedding however i cast that on in december 2013 yeah. in february 2014 mm. i developed tendonitis in my wrist and i had to put down all of my knitting for quite a long time especially my lace knitting yeah so it hibernated for ages um mm. and then i picked it back up november last year i mm. think eventually and i finished it in march and everyone was basically like oh my gosh we're so glad you finished it because we didn't think you were going to the same people that told me that they thought <laughs> that i would finish it with plenty of time to spare it ended up i did but that's not the point here that is not the point <laughs> were they not knitters um, because um, I find that non-knitters tend to be the people that sort of misjudge things on time and that. So they kind of look well, at you and they're like, why won't you knit me this cardigan that's going to cost, like, you know, 30 quid minimum for the yarn? And then why are you so like offended that it's going to take you 18 hours to do it? And it's like, well, it's a lot of money and time and man yeah. hours. Well, I mean, I would say my even start easily took me hundreds of hours oh, because <laughs> when I cast it on I'd never done lace before <laughs> so for the first couple of rows my yarn overs are wrong but that's okay because that's not actually really part of the pattern the pattern kind of starts once yeah. you, you you create this middle yeah. ring and then the pattern kind of starts the even star is by Susan Pandorf mm -hmm. I knit it in dye for yarn um, merino silk and cashmere base. Oh, and it's so lovely. It's so soft and warm. The yarn itself bore ply, but the mm. ply, it wasn't... Was it single ply? 
No, it was it was four separate strands, oh, okay. so it was very splitty. So I really had to keep my eye on it. But with a pattern like that, anyway, being so complex, you really have to concentrate. There were a couple of moments where I had drop stitches and nearly cried. I learned how to do lifelines for this project. But still, even when there's 20 rows between a lifeline, the rows are hundreds of stitches each. You freak. I was like, no! But trusty crochet hook came in handy. Very better and more patient woman than I could ever be. I also learned how to bead for this shawl. 2,800 beads. <laughs> yes. 2,800 beads. And they look beautiful. They look amazing. They added they added weight to the edge of the shawl, mm. which I actually really needed. I thought um, it, it draped really nicely on the way. Yeah. Um, so the shawl is actually circular, um, mm -hmm. it's huge, and it's got three distinct sets of kind of, so, so you have your middle section, which kind of looks like a flower, you've got your middle section, um, or your first section looks like a flower, your middle mm -hmm. section looks kind of like, again, the further opening of the flower, and it's got some triangular mm -hmm. mesh in between the petals, and then the third section looks like the um, big glass windows yeah. in Rivendell and then you've got kind of this beaded edge and it's just stunning mm. it really is when yeah. i saw the pattern originally i was like that's the one you yeah. know it took a long time to knit but it was totally worth it it was gorgeous so i wore it folded in half mm. um with a lovely wee shawl pin wee heart shawl pin yeah it was super warm it was amazing because when we were getting our photos taken it was actually a really nice day we were very it lucky was. it was dry we were really lucky. like sunshine um, not a great cloud in yeah sight. there were a couple of moments where it did get quite cold and breezy though and if i hadn't been wearing my shawl i'd have been freezing have been but frozen, it was yeah. it was it was folded in half like a semicircle, mm. and it was so warm it was mm. so warm for lace weight. I was yeah. just stunned. It was amazing. I will put a picture of it in mm -hmm. the blog. Good. And there's also pictures of it in Ravelry. I was just so thrilled that I finished it. It is my masterpiece, mm -hmm. I think. I don't think I'll Absolutely. ever I don't think I'll ever outdo myself on that. <laughs> One thing I would say is it looks scary and it looks terrifying. Yeah. But actually if you just are careful and you follow the pattern and mm. you take your time. It is completely achievable yeah. for an intermediate knitter yeah. on an upwards. Um, if you know your basic lace stitches and you're kind of knit happy, pearl. yeah, you know your knit pearl, your knit two together slip slip knit, yeah. yarn over that kind of thing. There's one stitch in it which is where you decrease three and increase seven in the same stitch. Well, that's terrifying, Sandy. And that caused quite a lot of swearing, <laughs> but generally, it's actually fine. Um, Good. just as long as you take your time, you concentrate, mm. it is achievable. Don't let yourself be put off by how terrifying it looks. But I just love it. I just love my even star. It'll be an heirloom, I think. As it rightly should be. So for my bridesmaids, mm -hmm. um, I actually knit them two shawls each. Mm. Um, I started. I made them a Kelvin way each with. Um, that's by Amanda B. Collins. Yes, by Oil Print Panda. Oil Panda. And I knit that in lace. It was a uh, because I needed it in green. Mm. Um, but the green just wasn't quite right, and it just it just wasn't. It, the pattern itself is gorgeous and lovely, but it just wasn't quite right for what exactly I wanted. It was um, quite a sort of like acidy green you'd picked, and I think the one that you ended up using was an emerald. A yeah, much and darker. It, looked, it looked a lot better with like the, a fir tree kind of green. Yeah, it looked a lot better so, with the purple. Yeah, so I used some fiber spate scrumptious lace for the Kelvin ways, and what I did, I did give them to my bridesmaids as just gifts for them to wear about, and they loved them. They are lovely. Um, but what um ended up being the the pattern that the bridesmaids ended up using was um, Stolen from the Sea. Mm -hmm. Stolen from the Sea is by Matilda Carlson. It uses the sea foam stitch. Very nice looking as well. And I knit that again using dyed for yarn. 
and it's a merino baby camel and it was just gorgeous it was single ply it blocked amazingly might i say like i blocked them and they were just it was just unbelievable and they held their shape yeah because a lot of time when you unblock and it's like oh dear it's just shrunk a little bit yeah. sometimes it shrinks yeah but with this yarn it just stayed put perfectly that's, good. that's what you want really. um, one of my bridesmaids knew it was coming because she'd actually gone to buy herself a wrap but my mum had actually told her um, no, don't don't go buy a wrap you're getting a you know a shawl made for you my sister who was my other bridesmaid had no idea so i gave them to them the yeah. night before and they were both absolutely thrilled Aww. again pictures on ravelry i'll post a picture up on the blog nah, Stol- they stunning. They, and they were so like the thing with stolen from the sea is it's a really long stole so it'll work you know you can wear it around your shoulders and down yeah. you can wear it as a scarf it's really versatile yeah and the yarn was very lovely and, and, and soft and it was quite warm as well, even though it's a very open, yeah, it's open, open knit. I also crocheted some stuff for the wedding. <laughs> yes. And the gents got something? Yes, a lot of work. <laughs> I was mortified the night before though when I realised I hadn't done one for my dad and he was like, do I have one? And I was like, oh my, no, no I don't. Oh. You forgot your dad. I was so focused on the five groomsmen, you know, the, and I was, oh. And, oh, but he he had his own, he had his own thing that he wore, that was fine, but I felt really bad Terrible about that child. one. I'm awful. <laughs> so for the two ushers, I did their, I, basically I did lapel flowers for all the boys, there was five of them. The two ushers I got to last, by this point my wrist was kind of giving out on me, but I had to get them finished. Mm. So for them, there's a pattern on Ravelry called Flowers For You by Melissa Mall. They're very small and quite understated. I modified the pattern a little bit to make them a bit bigger. So I added an extra kind of row. So mm-hmm. they had those. Yeah. Um, again, all of the pictures on the blog. And for the groom, the best man and the chief bridesmaid, who, yes, was a man, <laughs> they got the Gardenia Flower and Leaf by Suvi, S-U-V-I. I obviously, I didn't do the leaves, but I, yeah. I did do the flowers. And they did look very nice on the lapels. They take a while each, but a lot of people noticed them. I didn't really think people were going to notice them. But I did them with both my yarn from my shawl, yeah. the purple, and also the green from the bridesmaid shawls. And I held them double-stranded. And I crocheted them. Really effective. Because purple and green were the colours for the wedding. Fuck colours, no. Um, <laughs> and Not that you're a massive nerd. No. And so a lot of people commented on them. I really wasn't sure people were going to notice at all, but oh, a lot of people thought they were gorgeous. They were a lot of work, those flowers. I was kind of... When I, ca- when I cast off, when I finished the last of the kind of knitting and crochet that I had to do, I was like, freedom! <laughs> because for months, I hadn't actually been able to knit something that I liked to knit. Mm. And I hate knitting repeats. Yeah. So I was doing double, triple of everything for months, and it was driving me up the wall. It so I'm very a bit tedious, wasn't it? Yeah, I was very glad that it kind of yeah. I finished it, but it was all worth it. Everyone mm. loved what they got, but it was just yeah. it was a lot of work. And it was a very nippy wedding in general because Katrina, the lovely minister, even brought in the metaphor of marriages and marriages knitting. Oh yes, she, her um, the ceremony. We Pip had it had, had the most nitty wedding there is possible to have. We had no idea, but it was gorgeous. Yeah. The 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 address was talking yeah, about, you know, you have to lovely. work through drop stitches and sometimes the pattern doesn't quite work out yeah. the way you yeah. want it to things like it was lovely and she actually knitted us yeah. um she knitted us a champagne cozy. Yeah, which was really lovely. In um, wedding purple no less. Yes. 
and Sam actually there was a point in his voice where he referenced knitting. Yeah. Um, and it was just it, it was, was just lovely. It was a very personal ceremony, I think, and that was really lovely, and it suited you both down to the tea. Yeah. Down for tea, King. So, as I said earlier, the Cult of Yarn were in attendance. Um, yes, we were. So, as obviously, I was effectively your on-the-ground reporter. God, that's fucking pathetic me, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I can tell you what we were all wearing. So, obviously, I had my Hockner shawl, which is another Carrie Westman pattern. We are big fans of Carrie at this podcast. Absolutely. And I mentioned it in the last episode, but basically it was one and a half skeins of Skeen Queen Blush, which is a lovely merino cashmere blend, and it is one of my favourite bases ever. Gorgeous. And again, it's one of those bases where it's just really warm, basically. So although it was a really open lace shawl, and I extended a lot of the lace pattern just to sort of like use a bit more yarn and get the biggest shawl I possibly could, <laughs> without rivaling pips, of course. Um, <laughs> don't want to upset Sage Bride. Yeah, it was really warm, so... I barely noticed what temperature it was throughout the day, and yeah. this was me wandering around with a strapless jumpsuit, yeah. <laughs> as you do. So yeah, I quite enjoyed wearing that, and I've not really taken it off since. In terms of other cult members, lovely MZ was wearing a Morticia shawl, which is um, a previous Halloween knit-along by Boonit. Um, I believe she did it in some diaper yarn, merino silk, possibly. It's and gorgeous. It's beautiful, it's beaded. It's wonderful. It's lovely. It's one of the most lacy things I've ever seen. <laughs> and again, I think she could rival you for the beads on that front. Mm. What else do we have? We had Heather, who was wearing another Carrie Westerman design, and that's the Serpentine Avenue shawl. And sneak a little factoid for you, that was Heather's first lace shawl piece. Um, it looked very nice. And then lovely Neve was wearing a shawl of her own design, and it's a beautiful blue and pink number. Or sort of like a bluey pinky colour. It's in the bi- bisexual's colour. Yeah, bisexual colour, basically. It's stunning. And she, it's got a lovely... Um, owl cable on it and she's called it i think her bisexual yes shawl or bisexual i'm not sure which pronunciation she's going for but it's absolutely fabulous and look at cable owls are so cute and the colors work um we're hoping she's going to release it as a pattern at some point because it really is stunning yeah very cleverly done very lovely um i just can't remember what yarn she did it in which is really annoying me at the moment um we'll have to double check that one with her yeah we'll double check that one notes Mm mm-hmm so yeah, that's what all of us were wearing in terms of knitwear. Yes. It was a very nitty wedding, as we said. Yes, it was um, indeed. I'm so glad yeah. I didn't. I'm so glad, because originally I was going to be like, oh, I'll knit all this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll have plenty of time to like crochet flowers as like favours. <laughs> I can totally do that. Oh, no, no. So naive. No. That, no. Seriously. Not a good idea. I'm so glad we went against that idea. Instead, people got favours with like little lollipops and a lego brick to yeah, sign nice. so glad i didn't try and crochet it because i oh, think i might have ended up just a curling cr- you know a curled up crying ball on the floor clutching my wrist that could never move yeah. again <laughs> no so so glad i didn't do it oh but no it was a fantastic day and i think you and sam enjoyed yourselves yeah we had a great time and it was just so lovely to be surrounded yeah. by family and friends and i'm so yeah. glad i'm so glad i never have to knit stuff for a wedding <laughs> ever again you say that and then you'll have children and they'll want to get married and you have to knit them a shawl no 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 i think they'll all use the even star thank you very much if they don't Uh, i'll disown them or you're gonna wear (laughs) oh i don't know some i've got enough shawls that i you know it's fine (laughs) i'll teach them how to knit and they can knit me a shawl how about that i'm gonna hold you to that (laughs) (laughs) there's no evidence on the internet so in 20 30 years time where is my hand knitted shawl bride Oh dear, no, this is, oh, 
I just come across such a horrible person sometimes, <laughs> don't I? Oh, oh man. Anyhow, on that note, we should maybe perhaps move on to talk about some other things. Stuff we're excited about. Yes, obviously Pip's wedding was kind of like the biggest event in our social kind calendar, nitty and otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, of course. But just because that's over, it doesn't mean we're not excited about things. So, Pip, what are you excited about? I am now excited. Now that you are a married woman. I am excited about Auto Pimp Panda's new collection. Mm-hmm. It's called As Autumn Falls. Mm-hmm. It is a Malabrigo collection. We all love a bit of Malabrigo. And it's gorgeous. There is a cardigan, yep. a shawl, and two hats. And I got to test knit the hats, and it was amazing. Yeah. Boulder wheat, which looks like boulder wheat. It's yeah, amazing. Really it's clever. great. It's a really clever little cable um, look. It kind of uses Scott. some slip stitches and cables, yeah. to, and it's it's fantastic. Um, and the other one is called Slip Thatch, mm-hmm. which is like cable, 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 more cables. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, again, using slip stitches as well. Yep. Um, it creates a really unusual cable uh-huh. that looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. And both hats are amazing. In fact, I am wearing my bulgur wheat as we speak. Yes, you are. And I just love them. One day I will get around to doing the cardigan and the shawl. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, um, my knitting calendar is a little full, uh-huh. but they are on the list. I'm super excited about knitting those. Yeah. The cardigan is beautiful. Yeah, it's got beautiful lace going up the button bands. It's just gorgeous. It looks amazing in the colourway that Amanda's chosen as well. It's yeah. beautiful sort of like burnt orange, isn't it? And you definitely, definitely need to check that out. As Autumn Falls by Oil Print Panda. Yes. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I definitely want to knit the shawl at some point as well. Yeah, I think and the shawl is 150 grams yes. of fingering. And it's so pretty. 150 grams of Malabrigo Finito, and I've only got 100 grams. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you will have to buy more yarn. I know, How upsetting. What a shame. <laughs> yeah. And there is a big thing coming up, which Sia is involved with. Yes. So, as some of you may know, I volunteer at the local Big Issue office in Glasgow Salt Market. And every year, the Big Issue runs a knit-a-thon in November. And as part of that, we're running a sister campaign via social media using the hashtag warm and working. And basically what we want to do is basically knit blankets, squares, hats, scarves, anything else that you can think of really, just to basically help keep our vendors hashtag warm and working this winter. Because obviously when you're living on the streets and things, obviously it is flipping freezing at the best of times. And Glasgow is cold. And Glasgow winters are brutal. Mm -hmm. And lots of our vendors work extremely hard. So it's just basically showing them a bit of extra support during the winter Christmas months as well. Yeah. Um, So we've got lots in the pipeline for that and we'll be releasing more information we've got some exciting stuff connected to that in the pipeline exciting. which i'll tell you about in future episodes and yeah if you guys just keep an eye on the hashtag and you can also tweet at big issue glasgow mm-hmm. um and follow us as well and see what we're up to um at the moment there's also the big issue big journey campaign going on at the moment so those of you who have spoken to your local vendors and picked up your copies of the magazine will have noted that there are funky little stickers on the front and they have qr codes and what you do is you scan that and it tells us how far the magazine has travelled. And then you can tweet it to us. 
which is cool. So that's pretty cool. And we've had magazines reach as far as Texas, I believe, at the moment. Yeah, so it's um, uh, you get a prize, don't you, at the end? It's yes. the furthest one that's travelled. Yes, um, there's a prize of a year subscription to the magazine. And to be honest, you should buy the magazine anyway. It's actually really good, high-quality content. And yeah, it's really good. It's really interesting. And again, the vendors are basically, they're working, they're not begging. So it's a good way of supporting them. And they're working them. hard. They're working hard. You know, it's getting them back sort of like into society almost. Because obviously I think, yeah. you know, homelessness is... I mean, how many people would want to spend all day, mm. every day, standing on the streets of Glasgow yeah. in horrible weather, you know? And Yeah, the dedication that they show to the jobs and that is fantastic. And there's some wonderful, interesting people. And the idea beha- that Zoe had behind the campaign was that obviously the vendors go on amazing journeys, like, throughout their time as vendors, like, before and after as well. So mm-hmm. it's sort of to sort of basically, like, raise awareness of that. Because obviously you are, there are a lot of stigmas and things against homelessness and the idea that they're begging, that, you know, they're not working that they're all drug addicts, alcoholics, this, that and the other, and that's really not the case. Yeah. So yeah, there's lots of exciting things going on with the Big Issue at the moment, so do keep in touch with that. As I said, it's at Big Issue Glasgow, and there'll be more information about the Warm and Working campaign soon. And it's very exciting information. Yes. So <laughs> do keep your ears out, follow the hashtag, see what's going on. Yep. And there's going to be some fun stuff coming up. Absolutely. Um, so I think that just about rounds up our uh time for today yeah i think it does so yeah lots of talking about wedding and remember to follow the hashtags so just to let you know remember to follow us on our blog which is tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com you can find us on twitter Mm -hmm. as tipsy knits you can also find sia and i on ravelry i'm down there as sia kate yeah and i am ramsey baggins which is no longer your actual name. No, no longer a pun <laughs> on my name. And you can also, again, find us on Instagram. I post a lot of knitting stuff and a bit of random stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have to take that with a with a pinch of salt. But, um, again, Ramsey Baggins. If you find a Ramsey Baggins online... Probably you. Probably me. I yeah. haven't found another one yet. <laughs> That's because you've taken the name. <laughs> I know, right? It's not even your name anymore. <sighs> um... <laughs> But I'm also on Instagram. I'm Miss underscore Tia Kate on that one. And yeah. that generally tends to be a mix of my knitting and my PhD research, which is usually comics. And it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, no bit too bad either. <laughs> so, yeah, find us, follow us. Um, we're working on getting the podcast put up on iTunes for you. Yep. Um, so if you keep your eyes out for that, and if any of you can leave comments, reviews, anything like that, share... Do let us know. Yeah, we would really appreciate it. It would be absolutely fantastic of you. And we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, and have a great day. Bye. Bye.